Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good whatever it may be for you right now. This is Lose the Taboo on Mental Health with Jared Cash. Buckle up, get ready, we going for a ride. Hey, how's everybody doing? I hope that you are doing great. Here's another episode of Lose the Taboo on Mental Health. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, this is my first time using an actual camera instead of just like an iPhone or something. So I'm curious to see how this is going to go. My lighting, I'm still trying to figure out what the lighting is going to be. But if you're just listening to this, then I'm just throwing you off completely because I'm describing a lot of things that you're not seeing, of course. But hopefully just want to add in some video elements as we go with the podcast because I'm really enjoying doing it. But I've really had a good couple days. Julia and Jessica are out of town for a few days, and so it's just been me and Adeline, my two-year-old, and it's been quite an adventure. Keeping up with a two-year-old is one of the most exhausting things because it's impossible to keep anything clean. Like they make a mess, and you start to clean that up, and then somehow in that time they make two more messes. And it just keeps doubling. And so you go try to do that and then make two more messes. And it's just like never ending messes that you're cleaning up. Uh, but it's been really, really sweet together. We've had a lot of sweet times. We, uh, I did the dad thing. I took her to McDonald's tonight for dinner. And uh, the, the inside was closed. So we had to go through the drive-thru. So we went through the drive-thru and then got the food and went and parked. And uh, I let her come sit in the front seat, and we played with her Happy Meal toy for a little while, and she ate a few nuggets and some fries and talked 100 miles an hour. That girl loves to talk. And so we had just a great time together. It was so much fun. Uh, But I finally got her down and thought, you know what, let me get my stuff set up, and let me see if I can do a quick episode. So there's something I really want to talk about. I think is really, really, really foundational for mental health and really for every aspect of life. But I want to focus in on how it relates to us with the mental health aspect. Uh, and so I talked about it some in a blog post that I did a while ago, maybe a year ago, year and a half ago, uh, when it talked about identity and purpose. And I think it's really important uh, for us to discuss that here for just a little while. Uh, In that blog post, I talk about how I would work really hard in doing something in hopes to be something. And so we all have those different things. It's super easy to find our identity in a lot of different things, to find our self-worth, our value. You know, I just look back on my life and a few things just stick out immediately of areas and times in my life where I try to find my identity in something that I really thought I needed to be put my identity in. Like, it's not like I just uh, was making that, that, that self-conscious decision necessarily, but everything in my life was pointing to me trying to find my approval in that area and my self-worth and my identity. And so the first one that came to mind was sports. Growing up, I loved playing sports, uh, specifically soccer. Basketball ended up being something I loved as well, but uh, played soccer Growing up, played on my school team, my club team year-round, and uh, it kind of came the thing that when I got to be in junior high in the first couple years of high school, that I really started putting a lot of my identity in it, of being better and and having to you know try to excel to a place where I would get awards and I would stand out in the team and uh, try to try to make that try to do that so that I could be something, so I could be something uh, 
as far as when it came to sports, that that was just a part of who I was. And I remember there were times when I got into my sophomore year in high school where I started facing some injuries. I have like the weakest ankles in the world. Uh, And so I got to the place where I just started getting injured. And, you know, at that point, I was already thinking about trying to get into a college somewhere and play college ball. And uh, it's like right before I was supposed to go and have some kind of camp for one of the colleges I want to go to, I'd get injured and I wouldn't be able to go. And it's like all these times I'd be getting injured. And in those times of injury, I couldn't play. And so for those weeks, it's like, what am I supposed to do? Who am I? And then it got to the place where I really started dealing with mental health stuff. And I ended up just quitting sports all the, all the, all together because I just kind of lost my passion in life for, for everything. But then I just quit everything. I quit sports. And for that time, Afterwards, I was like, who am I? What am I supposed to do? You know, what, where am I supposed to go from here? And I remember I started transitioning to other things in life, but there was that point where I stopped sports and it's like I lost my identity a little bit during that time. Another one that is just kind of weaved in and out of life has been uh, just the approval of others, being dependent upon being liked or doing things in hopes that people notice and that. Uh, get some self-esteem from that. And so throughout different points of my life, especially with mental health, it really took a toll on me where I couldn't perform like I usually would. And so I wouldn't be getting that approval from others. And it really uh, took a toll on me and trying to figure out who am I, my identity. And then I've talked about before, but with pastoring, I got to the place where with pastoring, it just, it, it bleeds into your life so easily. And so I started just finding that I was Pastor Jared. That was a big part of who I was. It wasn't just a job I did, but it actually became a part of who I was. And so when I ended up stepping down from pastoring, it's like I lost who I was, part of who I was. And that time, those months afterwards, and I started this podcast and I started doing other things and I've discussed some of it, but it's like, man, what, what is my purpose now? who is Jared Cash? And it really took me a while to to get healing and through counseling and through talking with Jessica and through different things, I, I started to find my way through that. And now I'm at a healthier place where I'm, I'm not looking at myself as like pastor being my identity. But those are three different quick areas I look at. And I'm like, man, those are times that I put my identity and my purpose into something. I was working hard t- to do something so I could be something. Uh, and I know for you, you could easily look at your life and probably pick out seasons where you found your identity in certain things, or it's really easy to find yourself worth. And it's always that, that tension's there. It's always kind of drawing you back and you have to say, no, 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 no that's not where I find my identity. Uh, and I think back on a text I got from my good friend, Stephen, uh, during that point when I stepped down from pastoring and I put it in the blog, but he says, uh, in the text, he put thinking of you this morning, man. You're a love son, Jared. Always have been, always will be. Fully loved, fully accepted, fully affirmed in him. You've got the thumbs up from the only thumb that matters. I love that. That text that he sent was just so reassuring for me. And when he's talking about him, he's talking about God. And that uh, because I've said yes to Jesus and anyone that says yes to Jesus and asks Jesus to come into your life, becomes a child of God, a loved son or daughter. And even if things are going really well in life or things are going terrible in life, 
uh, I'm still a love son. And even though I was pastoring and I wasn't pastoring that whole time, I was a love son of God. And understanding the truth of what it means to be a child of God is so important. I just recently gave a sermon uh, on this, and so I wanted to just touch on a couple things uh, in this episode. But Galatians 4, uh, verse 4 says, But when the time had fully come, God sent his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those under the law, that we might receive adoption to sonship. This is huge. Paul is saying that God didn't just send Jesus into the earth uh, to forgive our sins and give us a ticket to heaven. He did do those things, but he also offers something else. He gives an invitation to join the family of God, to be adopted to sonship. And the really neat thing is that adoption during this time period where we're reading this usually referred to teenagers and older. It wasn't very common to adopt a baby at that time. So that means that when someone was adopted, it was very clear, uh, because they were older, what what their personality was like, what their character was like, their skills, their 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 personality altogether, and so on. You knew what you were getting into in adopting. And so what Paul's saying here is that God welcomes you into his family. He welcomes you in knowing exactly who you are, knowing your sin, knowing your junk, knowing your past, knowing your mistakes, your failures. And despite all of that, he lovingly welcomes you in. You become his child. That's so beautiful. And verse six says, because you are his sons and his daughters, God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, the spirit who calls out Abba, Father. Uh, The night before Jesus was arrested, he used that same word, Abba, uh, when praying to his father. And that word is so special because it's really intimate. It's really personal. It can almost seem kind of strange to think about in this way. Uh, But uh, when that word, it, it means more than just saying father. It actually means daddy. So it's Paul saying you join the family of God or not the creator of the universe isn't just your father. He's your dad. It doesn't get more personal than that. Being loved by Christ completely changes who you are. Becoming a child of God, a son or daughter of God, changes everything because now not only have you asked for forgiveness for your sins and your sins are forgiven, but now you're adopted into the family of God. That becomes your identity, an identity that can never be stripped away. Being loved by Christ makes you more valuable than anything this world could ever offer. And that's why Stephen in that text was sending to me saying, you've got the thumbs up from the only thumb that matters, the thumb of God. Meaning that, you know, I could could lose my identity and the other things I lost my identity in, uh, but that's okay because my identity should have never been in there. It should have been in Christ and Christ alone, in the fact that I am his child. Because that's the only thing that will never be stripped away from me. I can I can lose my athletic ability. I don't even play soccer anymore. I've touched soccer ball like three times in the past 10 years. So thank goodness my identity is not mad. And I could be liked by people. I could not be liked by people. Good thing my identity is not in that. I could pastor or like I did for a time, not pastor. My identity doesn't have to be in that. My identity can be in who I am in God. And the reason this is so foundational, the reason this is so important is because when it comes to our mental health journey, if we're trying to find our identity in anything else, we are going to find ourselves hitting the pit, finding ourselves in this struggle nonstop because nothing else is ever going to sustain us. Nothing else is ever going to be there for us all the time. 
we're going to lose ourselves at, at different periods if we are finding our worth in something else. The mental health journey is hard enough anyways. And so if you aren't rooted in something with a firm foundation like Christ, then it's just going to be loss after loss. It's a losing battle, an uphill battle at that point. We need security in our life, especially when you're dealing with all these different types of mental illness. And so if we can't if we can't find our foundation in something that's going to be secure, it's going to be a really, really hard battle. So my encouragement for you is to really examine your life. Maybe for you, you'd say, I've never said yes to Jesus. I've heard about Jesus. I hear you talk about it on the podcast, but I've never said yes to Jesus. My encouragement for you would be to say yes to Jesus today. As you're listening to this, just to reach out to God through prayer. Your words don't have to be any words that are magic. It's just just telling God that you want to ask him to come into your life, to forgive you of your sins, and to be your savior, to have a relationship with you. Once that happens, you become a child of God. Or maybe for you, uh, you've accepted Jesus before, but you just need to be reminded every single day in some way. You need to write it down. You need to put some kind of reminder on your phone. Do something to remind you that you're a child of God. That's your identity. That's who you are, and that can never be stripped away. And once you start doing that, you will find huge steps being taken in your journey of mental health because that foundation is set. It it determines who you are, and then you just build on top of that with the truths of God. Well, thanks so much for letting me dive into that. This was just something that's been heavy in my heart that I wanted to share with you. I hope you have a great, great rest of your day or night, whenever it is that you're, you're listening to this or watching, maybe. Uh, And I can't wait to get out another episode here soon. I will talk to you here soon. Reach out if you need anything. See you guys later. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please subscribe and share with others so they can join us on this journey. I'll see you next time.